everyone. Welcome to Bully Food. Today on episode three, we're going to talk about where to find your courage. I'd like to give a quick warm welcome to everyone for coming out and listening. Welcome back if you're a regular listener and welcome for the first time if you are coming in and this is the first episode you've ever heard. I'm happy to have you all. I am a middle school teacher and my project on this podcast is to teach as many young people as possible how to get out of being bullied and how to deal with the feelings along the way of, of, of being in the process of being bullied and why it's happening. Um, obviously these lessons are designed for everyone. I don't know all of you personally. And so I just want you to take what you can from what I say and adapt it as best you can to your own situations. Um, and anything that doesn't make sense or that you don't agree with, just leave it and, enjoy the rest and do your best to learn from what I'm saying. Uh, back to today's topic, which is finding your courage, where to find your courage. The first thing you need to do is accept that your courage exists. And the way you know that is because the bully wouldn't be after it. If it didn't, you may remember it's seeing you crumble. Sadly, that makes the bully feel strong and that's because you're a powerful person. That brings me to my second point, which is that your courage comes from your absolute weakest moments. And I know that sounds weird. So you got to hear me out. Your bully is playing a game of chicken with your most powerful emotion, which is actually your courage. Um, and as I said, your courage comes from your weakest moments. The bully expects you to cave because almost everyone caves at first when they deal with a bully. And if you've been bullied a lot regularly, that means you've caved more than once, probably several times. And the bully's just gotten used to seeing you cave and handing them over your power, which is bully food for them. What they don't expect and what they actually fear the most is your courage. So what is courage and where does it come from? First, Let's talk about what it isn't courage. Courage is not a state of fearlessness or an absence of fear. In fact, you have, you have to feel afraid to have courage. The more afraid you feel, the more courage is going to come out. Many people think of courage and bravery as the absence of fear, as fearlessness, that if you're brave and you're courageous, then you feel no fear, but it's actually the opposite. Be, it's actually because of fear that people feel courage. It's a response to fear. It's kind of like when the fear gets strong enough, the, the, the fear flips over and becomes this powerful emotion of courage and this powerful ability of courage. And actually the more fear, as I said, your weakest moments, the more fear you feel, the more courage is going to come out if you let it. So how do you make it come out? That's really the, that's really the part that we need to get to here today. And so that's the key. How do we get our courage to come out? Once your courage comes out, your bully will see your power belongs to you and no one else. And they will move on because they won't, you won't be dishing up bully food to them anymore. Okay. So the steps, this is how you start to get your courage to come out. And it could take a little longer um, then you want it to, but that's okay. It will actually come very quickly to you. It'll start to become very natural and it's part of your process for ending this bullying situation. 
Okay, the steps. So first, you have to imagine a past scenario with the bully or a, pu- a future one, a possible future situation that you you know you think might happen with them, something you worry about happening. And this is just inside your mind. This is not. You don't have to write it down. You don't have to tell anyone. You don't have to say anything out loud. Just inside your mind. You can even close your eyes just to kind of go to an imaginative place and visualize the situation where your bully either used to or was doing something mean or maybe something you think they might do in the future. And instead of caving, I want you to imagine what it looks like for you to respond courageously. I want you to imagine what it looks like and also what it feels like and get used to it. The more you imagine it, the more you're going to get used to yourself as a courageous person. The more you visualize yourself being courageous, the more you're going to see yourself that way. And that's going to lead you to step two. Step two is to take a small step toward standing up for yourself with courage. Okay. And when it comes down to it, everything we do, everything we do, scary things, easy things, boring things, all of them are just a series of small steps. So no matter how scary something is, if you break it into a series of small steps, you'll be able to do it because you can just take one little step at a time. The other thing is you can take one of those small steps and not go the whole distance and just practice that one small step over and over again, and then move on to the next step after that. So when I say a series of small steps, I mean, if you were worried about, let's say you were going to have to give a speech in front of people you know, at school, or even if you're an adult and you're at work, you had to get up and speak in front of other people. A lot of people are afraid of that. Yeah. If you sit there and and worry about the part where you start talking on the microphone, you're going to get really nervous and and worried about it. And you're not, you're not going to, the courage, it's not going to feel very courageous. Okay. But if you realize that giving a speech starts with you practicing it starts with you planning what you want to say, but even in the auditorium where you're, you're sitting there first, you're not, you're not just standing on the stage when people arrive, you're probably sitting somewhere in the backstage or on, or even out in the audience. And, and the first step is getting up out of your chair. And the second step is taking a first, second, third step toward the stage. And then you are stepping onto the stage and then you're walking over to the microphone or this, the area, the podium or wherever the person who speaks stands. And then you are pulling out your notes and then you are walking up to the microphone and then you say hello and welcome to the people. You don't even start your speech. You're just saying hello. All of those 10, st- I think I probably listed 10 things there. All of those are the little baby steps that lead up to you starting your speech. And by the time you've done all those steps, those are all courageous steps, tiny courageous steps that are making you feel more and more empowered to finish the whole thing off, give your speech, take a bow and then walk off the stage and then it's over, right? So the problem, and this is the third thing, this is the third step in making your courage come out is to really work with your sense of anticipation. Okay. Almost always the worst aspect of your fear is from your own imagination you anticipate it being a certain way. You look many, many steps ahead and you wonder how it's going to be when you get there and you forget all the baby steps that come in between this moment and the moment where you're giving the speech or facing up to the bully or whatever it is. Okay. So the only thing 
that will change your expectations or how you, how you imagine a situation is going to be. The only thing that's going to change your expectations is actually finding out what happens by doing that thing. But you're not going to be able to do that thing if you anticipate and you imagine it to be horrible. What you have to do is walk back that imagination by doing your visualizations and imagining yourself being courageous by thinking of yourself in a more, I'm going to handle it in a brave way. That's how you, that's how you see yourself. And also breaking it down into those small steps. If the first step toward dealing with your bully or facing up to your bully is just looking them in the eye, if that's the first step, then practice looking them in the eye and then look away from them. Just look at them and then look away from them. It may, it might make them come over and then you can practice just walking away. You can practice doing intentional things to interact with them. Just that alone is a, is an act of courage. They're going to notice. They're going to notice that you didn't immediately look away when they came in the room, that you intentionally looked at them and then you looked away as if you don't care. That's going to stand out to them. They're going to notice that. And you are also going to notice it inside your mind, inside your heart. You're going to be like, wow, I just looked at the bully on purpose. And then I looked away as if I didn't care that they're here. And yeah, maybe they walk over to you. Maybe they, maybe they start feeling courageous too. And that could happen. Maybe the bully gets a boost of courage and they are, and they start messing with you a little bit. Even if that happens, I'm still betting on you being the strong one. The reason I'm betting on you being the strong one is because you have been the strong one all along. The bully wouldn't be bothering you if you weren't the strong one, right? So they want the bully food. That's the power and you're not going to give it to them. Now it's going to be hard at first, probably. There's probably going to be some times where you make a mistake, you mess it up, you say something you didn't want to say, you have been working with this podcast or other other really great materials, learning about how to stand up to your bully or have more confidence or say things differently, whatever it is, you had it all right in your mind and then it doesn't go the way you planned. It's okay to mess up as you're practicing and perfecting your method. That's going to happen. It happens whenever you practice any new thing. Okay. But very, very soon you're going to start to see all that you imagined that's, that's scary or bad about that bully, all of it is false. And most of what you feared came out of your own imagination through anticipating the worst, the worst outcomes. And so we're actually going to talk about that next time, anticipation and the power of, of anticipation to make people feel scared about what's, what they, you know, when they're imagining the, the worst outcome. But in the end, once you've, once you've gotten yourself, your head wrapped around this and you're, you decide you're going to just let that courage out. You just have to do it. And once you do it, it will just flow out of you. And remember, courage is the flip side of your weakest and most fearful self and feelings. It is the, it has got the same amount of power as the fear you feel and the weakness that you feel. It is just that intense except it's the powerful side of that. And when your bully comes face to face with your courage, it's going to be a whole different story. 
You just have to get into to a point where you're willing to risk it. The bully is just another person. They're just like you. And they're weaker than they seem. Remember, because your imagination has puffed them up into something they're not. They're just another kid. They have fears. They have insecurities. They have strengths and weaknesses. They're good at some things and bad at other things. And so are you. They're just like you. They're human. And your courage is there underneath. It's there right alongside your fear and your weakness. It is on the other side of that. And it's it can come out at any time you decide and just surprise everyone, surprise the world with how powerful you can be. All right. So like I said, do some visualizations of yourself being courageous and what does that look like and feel like? Get used to that idea. Start breaking down, facing the bully in steps. This is your review. If you are noticing that you do some imagining the worst case scenario, we'll talk about that later. But for now, I just want you to know that you're doing that and that when you imagine the worst case scenario, it almost always isn't as bad as you imagined it to be. Just like if you're worried about going up on that stage or just like if you're worried about going to the doctor or something like that, and maybe you're going to have to get a shot. If you spend the whole day worrying, the, the whole day of worrying is always so much worse than the actual uh, event that you were worried about. Almost always. It's so much worse than the actual event that you were worried about. Okay. And then last, you just need to accept that. Yeah, you might, the bully might fight you back a little bit, the bully. And I don't mean a physical fight. I'm never talking about a physical fight. When I'm saying that, when I say fight, I'm talking about a verbal fight. They might push back on you. They might embarrass you again. You might blow it a little bit and be, be upset that you made a mistake or you didn't handle it the way you imagined, but really soon you're going to get good at it. And you're going to have the same amount of volume coming out with courage instead of the volume inside your head coming out with fear. And it's going to be awesome. So thanks for being here this week and look out for me next week. We will talk about anticipation and the power of anticipation, um, sometimes being more powerful than the bully themselves. In fact, almost always being more powerful than the bully themselves. But until then, have a good week, practice these skills, take a baby step, and we'll see you next time. All right, bye.